Patients Getting Paid is a membership community that I'm creating to help people with chronic illness learn how to find or create flexible, remote work to better accommodate their health. I'll be sharing my experience of having to leave my job, thanks to MS, and putting together an online business and patient advocacy gigs that I do from anywhere. My bed, recliner, hospital infusion center, a beach, and it allows me to take better care of myself. When I figured it out, I wanted to share it with other chronics. Get on the waiting list today to be sure you get in when I launch it. Sign up at patientsgettingpaid.com forward slash list. Welcome to the FUMS Now podcast show, where you'll gain information, inspiration, and motivation for living your best life with multiple sclerosis. Find us online at FUMSnow.com. I'm your host, Kathy Reagan Young. Today's guests are Curtis Cracky and Brad Dunn, the founders of the Therm Apparel Company, which produces undercool cooling vests that are concealable, lightweight, and comfortable to help those of us with heat sensitivity issues live our lives more fully. I look forward to trying mine out doing some gardening or at a backyard barbecue, those things that I enjoy but have had to say no to due to the heat. So let's go meet the guys and learn more about Therm Apparel. Hi, guys. Welcome to the FUMS podcast show. Thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you for having us. Absolutely. So I guess we'll just get into it. <laughs> Give me your bios. Uh, what are your backgrounds? And I'm going to go ahead and pick one of you <laughs> to speak first. How about you, Curtis? All right. Um, I'm happy to go first. My name's Curtis and uh, Cracky, and I grew up in West Texas and then have lived all over the place. And, you know, my bio kind of wanders around like everybody else. I, I had a career as a photographer for about 20 years. I've had uh, some other odd and in jobs. And, um, you know, now I've winded up working with uh, Therm Apparel and trying to help bring this uh, great product to try to help people. That's awesome. And I want to hear from Brad in a second, but I just want to mention, you have one of the all-time great names, Curtis Cracky. Oh my God, that's so cool. And also you don't sound like there's zero West Texas in that accent. That That's pure New York. How long have you been up there? I've been, I've been up here for about 20 years. And so it's been quite a while since uh, my days in Texas. Yeah. Does a y'all ever slip out or were you not a yaller? <laughs> I wasn't much of a yaller, um, but they do say y'all there a lot. Yeah. And um, um, We do too my, in Virginia. That's why I was wondering if we bonded <laughs> over that or not. <laughs> yeah. My wife says that when I drink, it slips out. <laughs> I understand. I get a lot more Southern when I drink too. <laughs> okay. But I digress. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, no sorry. Problem. Brad, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Brad. Um, I'm from uh, Baltimore, just outside Baltimore, Maryland, originally. Um, Where they and, say hun, right? They uh, say hun after everything? They do. And they uh, And a little grass. y'all sometimes. Yeah, a little y'all. Yep. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I do miss crabs. Luckily, nowadays, you can still get the uh, Old Bay crab chips up in Rochester. So uh, that uh, gives me a little taste of home when I need it. Right. And I kind of also traveled around a lot, was up in upstate New York getting an architecture degree for school, um, and then came back to Baltimore, worked for a little bit and decided I want to go to grad school, um, which is where Curtis and I met and how we got involved in making Therm Apparel. Awesome. And I'd love to say that you both have really cool names, but Brad Dunn is not the same as Curtis Cracky. 
No, nowhere close. <laughs> All right. So I love how this product and this company was founded. If you would please share the story of that access technology initiative with the Rochester chapter of the National MS Society during a really hot July. And I feel, I, I, I know what that feels like. So share that story. Yeah. So in, um, well, a while ago now, um, when we were still in school and graduate school, we teamed up with a group of undergraduate students as well who were kind of going around the Rochester area working with nonprofits and looking for problems that they could help address. And one of those problems that came back to the university that they wanted to look at was heat sensitivity with, within the MS community. Hmm. And from there, they enlisted my help and Curtis's help as designers to kind of help the engineers work out something to help solve that problem. Gotcha. Um, luckily, through that whole process, we had a lot of support from our local chapter of the MS Society. We were able to go to support group meetings, meet with individuals there, also to have one-on-one -on -one sessions, meet them at their home, talk about other problems that maybe kind of folded into this as well. So it was while we were looking specifically from like an engineering standpoint at mm -hmm. the cooling issue, um, it was very important to us, Curtis and I as designers, to really look at it much more holistically and kind of view their whole experience of living and mm -hmm. see how that fit into it. That's very cool. So, yeah, I think you, Brad, touched on that your background is your degree is in architecture, right? One, and then Curtis and I met in industrial design in school, which is really kind of designing products versus okay. buildings. Gotcha. You. Okay. Okay. It's all coming together now. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So that's making lots of sense. So I read about you both in my research for this episode. And Curtis, it sounds like you're quite the entrepreneur, having had three prior businesses care to share a bit about those other businesses? I'm knee sure. deep in developing my course and membership community for patients getting paid right now. And I love hearing how other patients have created work for themselves. And you are, in fact, a patient with a rare disease, I read. So this absolutely applies. And I may as well put in a plug while we're right here. It's just serving itself up so beautifully. So the Patients Getting Paid waiting list is available for anybody to jump on at FUMSnow.com forward slash Patients Getting Paid. And you can learn how to find and create work that's both flexible and remote for yourself and better accommodate your health. So, okay, quick plug. But yes, back to you. Curtis, tell us something about those three prior businesses. Yeah, I've always been one of those people that, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I wanted a bicycle. And so my mom said, well, go mow their lawn and make a couple extra dollars and buy yourself a bicycle. And so I did. Smart and mama. that's just kind of how I've lived my life from there on. And uh, both my mom and my father had their own businesses as well. So uh, to me, it's just kind of the way I've grown up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've had two different photography uh, businesses. I've had a construction business. This is the first product-based business that I've ever been involved with. But, you know, it's one of those things that I want to work and do the things that I love. And in order to do that, you have to be an entrepreneur, even 
even though, you know, I'm not a real fan of the entrepreneur word because, you know, everybody thinks of Mark Zuckerberg and all that kind of stuff nowadays, you know, but, um, you know, I just see it as go out and do the things you love and find ways to support it. Yeah. And and that's what entrepreneurship is to me. That's a great point. And it it can make you, what I really like about it is it it allows me to like be geographically independent. So my husband had to have emergency surgery a couple of months ago and he had been traveling. I just grabbed my laptop and everything and was there for several weeks with him, but I didn't skip a beat. Not even during the hospital stay. I was in there with him for 12 hours a day, nine days a week. And Nobody that I do work with or for, um, nobody would have known that because, you know, that's the kind of flexibility. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It helps. It, it helps with a, a chronic disease, too, because I work from I've worked from infusion centers and hospitals. I've worked from bed, whatever yeah. is needed. So, yeah, I have Sherman's disease, which is a problem with the vertebrae in your back. And um, they just didn't quite grow or develop and nobody knows really what the cause is and there's no cure for it. You know, I was the kid in high school that had the back brace all the way up around their neck and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and it and it has all kinds of like little weird things, quirks about it that, you know, it's like I can't touch my toes and strange things like that, you know, but mm-hmm. um for the most part, you know, you, you, you got to do, and I'm also really dyslexic too. So, you know, it's one of those things that you find what you're good at and what you can work within your own means and, and find ways to make that shine, you know? Yeah. Right. Beautiful way of putting it. Love it. So Brad, I read that in I'm calling it a prior life. You worked on (laughs) medical products. That's intriguing. What does that mean? Yeah, so actually part of it was one of the reasons Curtis and I got involved in the undercool and Therm Apparel was at that time I was also working at RIT with a local hospital, um, working on how they could improve blood transport within the hospital from the Mm -hmm. blood bank to operating rooms and places like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that process, one of the key things is they have to be able to keep the blood at certain temperatures at certain times in that process, right? Mm -hmm. So in the blood bank, it stays at a certain temperature so that way it can stay longer. And then once it gets to the operating room, it needs to be at a completely different temperature so that way it's safe to put into the body. Right. Um, And so what we kind of were working on was using what we not the same thing, but similar things to what we use in the undercool, which are face change materials, and using that to help kind of allow the blood to be at the optimum temperature at the different stages of the process. Hmm. And because of that work was why the engineers kind of brought me in to help on the cooling vest. That's so cool. I always say everything prepares you for the next thing, right? So Mm -hmm. if you look at my career on paper, you go, what in the hell was this chick smoking? Because it seems like it's all (laughs) over the place, but there is a thread running through it of like community building and, you know, relationships and all of that. It's just Mm -hmm. was coming from different angles and it all prepared me for where I am right now. So, well, you learn from one thing to the other and you take that learning and you apply it to 
uh, the next thing. And, right. you know, well, you hope but, you learn. Yeah. Sure, that's you, the goal. Sure too. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad, in, in the team bio on your website, I saw that you mentioned that you have a family connection to MS. Was that um, family member, one of your first prototype recipients and did they help in development and all and testimonials yes. in the end, <laughs> I would hope. So it was actually not, I'll, I will call her part of my family. It was one of my um, best childhood friends. Gotcha. Um, family by choice. Yes. From a very young age, we kind of hung out together and did things together. And originally her mother was, was diagnosed when we were in middle school. And so, and that was pretty much all that at that time I knew about it, right? Um, mm-hmm. She's a very active woman, goes out, but still bikes all the time, um, bikes with my parents a lot. Um, and at the that. time, I actually related it more to ALS, just because that had been something that had affected my family. My grandfather passed away from ALS mm. um, and just, oh, neurological condition, neurological right. condition. Must right. be the same thing, even though yeah. definitely not the case. Um, and um, then, you know, kind of hearing about this project at school, I was like, oh, yeah, I jumped on it right away. Yeah. You know, I and it's just been really interesting. We gave her some prototypes early on to use biking mm-hmm. um, to try out. And she has a vest now once we went into production um, and actually Unfortunately, that friend also was diagnosed within the last year with MS. Gosh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, she's she's doing great. I think it was, you know, the initial shock is a lot um, Mm -hmm. of kind of how do you deal with it, but she's doing great now. She's actually in her PhD at Cornell at the moment. Um, Rock on. uh, She sounds like an FUMSer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She sounds like she says FUMS a lot. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes send her our way well and speaking of testimonials you have a ton on your website which is awesome because i know everybody's kind of gotten in particularly i think this was born of the you know amazon.com world but you look for that you look for the reviews of real people and you guys have a ton which is awesome it's always good to see what others, you know, that others have found a product helpful. And I recognized a few friendly faces up there too, from within the MS content maker space, like Dave Bexfield from ActiveMSers.com and Meg Llewellyn from BBHwithMS.com. Great content makers for MS, great advocates and just great human beings. Mm-hmm. And they have some great things to say about how this best is helping them. You did extensive research for this before you even developed it. You kind of hit on that a minute ago. Can you tell me about that, these discovery calls and prototypes? Yeah. You got it, Curtis. Okay. One of the, you know, Brad had mentioned the uh, working with the local chapter of the National MS Society here, and um, that gave us access to quite a few people there. And, you know, as word kind of got out that we were working on this, you know, they told their friends and their friends told their friends and we and started so on and, and so, so on and, and so yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we got to talk to lots of wonderful people on the phone. Plus, um, because we were working on this as a, a project at school at Rochester Institute of Technology, they have this 
I don't know what, what I could call it, but just like the world's largest science fair. Hmm. Um, they cool. have it once a year and every department of the school has two or three booths and everybody makes something and there's like 20,000 people come to the campus and walk around and see the cool things that people are making. And we had a booth. And so, you know, we're like, uh, know anybody that has MS, come talk to us. And so we got lots and lots of people that really wanted to tell us their stories and what their experience was with uh, MS. And, you know, and I think that's how Brad and I were able to look at it from that holistic perspective that he was talking about earlier, because we found out that, you know, cooling is the problem, but there's a much more problems than just that, you know, you want to be able to go out and not look like, you're wearing some kind of bizarre device, right. you know? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's very cool. And I love, I mean, there are a ton of cooling devices out there and, and lots of, you know, cooling vests, but something that I, that really resonates with me is that this was designed with people with MS in mind. I mean, it was specifically designed for us, which is cool. I love yeah. that. Like I said, that really resonates with me. Is Undercool available everywhere? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's available. Yeah. Okay. We've shipped uh, in 14 different countries. Um, we've shipped one to all 50 states. We have people selling it at a store in Australia and New Zealand. Um, so, no I'm rules. <laughs> That's down under. No rules, just yes, right. Down under. <laughs> I like to try out my different accents. If you listen to this podcast, everybody knows I like my accents. So that was it. That was my attempt. Yours is much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have much of a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Well, guys, I really appreciate you chatting with me today and sharing this wonderful product that can be so helpful to the FUMS community. And speaking of which, a little birdie told me that, and by little birdie, I mean Julia Cracky. Again, I love that name. <laughs> that is your wife, and she is part of your team, which is very cool. So that little birdie yeah. told me that you have a special offer for FUMSers. So care to share? Sure. It's 10% off for anybody that wants to come to our website. Yeah. And that's at www dot thermapparel.com you can call us at 855-232-7233 um and julia will be happy to talk to you <laughs> she's she's wonderful at talking with people and understands all of the issues that can go along with everybody's needs when you go to the website you want to tell us how do you get that 10 percent off Yes, yeah, so it's just going to use FUMS as the code for the 10% off. And that's just in when you go to checkout, you just, there'll be a coupon box and just type in FUMS. Awesome. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. You're really cool. I've been dying to say that this whole <laughs> interview. So, yeah, you guys no are really cool. No pun intended. Well, a little pun intended. Anyway, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. And thanks so much for the 10% off. Really appreciate that as well. Oh, thank no you, problem. Kathy. Thank you. Curtis and Brad are great. I'm anxious to get my undercool vest and give it a try. I'll let you know what I think. 
Does this podcast provide you information, inspiration, motivation? How about a giggle now and again? If you'd like to see the FUMS podcast continue and show your appreciation, your contribution would be so greatly appreciated. Just go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash F-U-M-S and see what kind of rewards are waiting for you to thank you for your contribution. Sending a shout out of thanks to my wonderful podcast editor, Steve Woodward of podcastingeditor.com. If you have a podcast or want to start one, Steve's the best in the business. He's running some amazing specials right now to help people dip their toes into the world of podcasting. So head to podcastingeditor.com right now. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you listening to the FUMS Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to it so you won't miss an episode. You can do that right on the website at fumsnow.com. While you're there, sign up for the free email list so you'll be among the first to know of any new findings in MS research, new therapies and products, as well as any blog posts and podcast episodes I release. Want to chat with others in the FUMS community? Join us on Facebook at FUMS Now. Thanks again, and don't forget to talk to the stupid disease as it deserves. Tell it FUMS every day.